I do like uh, with our mugs. We do kind of look like newscasters tonight at eleven. New, new, uh, new it's puppies. Raining. New it's, puppies for everyone. Oh yes, new puppies. It's raining men. Puppies, literally. And uh, on tonight's uh, weather forecast, tonight's safe word is puppies. <laughs> Don't step in a poodle. Don't step in a poodle. You're welcome. Cat got your tongue. That was my welcome back. Pun welcome back. Hello. Hi. Hello. How are you? Today? Hello. 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 I'm Mr. Christopher. I'm Amp. <laughs> oh, I like this juxtaposition. Okay, what comes next? And today on What's the Safe Word? I'm sorry, what's your safe word? No, welcome back to What's Your Safe Word, the Sex Education Podcast. <laughs> okay, see, That's, this is why you do this, yeah, not yeah. me. <laughs> and welcome back to What's Your Safe Word, the Sex Education Podcast. It's got a few kinks. I'm Amp. I'm Mr. Christopher well, still. It just, it just feels weird <laughs> if you don't finish it, you know? Yeah, you know? I got it. Okay. And today's safe word is poodle because we just saw a few of them and they were so cute. How was your 4th of July? How was your pride? Oh my God. Oh, oh. No, so wait, they, they yeah. weren't true poodles. So we stayed with some friends who had labradoodles. Labradoodles? Yes. Labradoodles. Labradoodles. Labrapoodles? Well. Labradoodles. Labradoodles. Um, which were adorable and fluffy and um, they were four months old, but. So cute. Cute. Rambunctious. They Rambunctious? Don't, they don't listen well. Well, most puppies age. don't. Yeah. Um, but Daddy, how are you feeling? <sighs> I'm getting better. Like I, I I've really been having this lung issue that's not been good, but I'm getting better. Yeah, last week uh you, you probably noticed, at least my mentions noticed, lots of people were wondering where the podcast was. We didn't have a podcast because daddy wasn't feeling great. And you know what? It was after Pride. We were coming down from just a crazy weekend. I think we all had a little bit of a sub drop um, because I just, never that's just just to be fair, I never drop my subs ever. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll give you I'll give you a bonus for that. No, but that, you know what sub drop is, though. I do know a sub drop was. I don't know if I experienced it, but. I definitely had a cough all week, and mm. um, after our Twitch stream that we did last week, I, I was dead the next day. Mm. Dead, dead, D-E-D, dead. That That's not how you... Anyway, how was your pride, though? I feel like we should recap our pride and, and kind pride of... Pride was, was really that? fun. It was very weird here in San Francisco. It was the first time we had events that were maskless because everyone... You had to show your vaccination card, um, but it was nice to be around people um and dance and hug people again so that was really good but we didn't do a whole lot we just did one party and uh went to the eagle the eagle reopened which was my favorite thing i love that that wasn't a lot we went from multiple parties <laughs> one but night to it wasn't it wasn't like a parade we didn't do a parade th thing we did go to the people's march oh though. well we, that wasn't a parade then, that was a march and then that was a, that was different and then another dance party with drag queens and then right, the, we fine. did a lot i yeah, think we did a lot fine but i will say though um here's my tea no uh you, as we were on our way to one of the parties um which we had tickets to so it's like oh all we need is our tickets Everyone's like, you brought your your vaccination card, right? 
And I was like, excuse me? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't you see the flyer? It says on the very bottom in fine print that you have to have your vaccination card. I was like, no, I don't read the fucking flyer. And wasn't this when you were like, thank you, daddy, for forcing me to take a picture of it when I got my vaccination? Well, actually, that picture only exists You're on welcome. my phone because you said that you had my vaccination card. And uh-huh. I was like, no, it's right here. And I I'd sent you a picture of it. So I no. inadvertently had no. it because of, no, because of you, daddy. And I love you happened. so you much. You left your vaccination oh my card God, in so my car. So many opinions. You know what? In my car. I took a picture of it and sent it to you. <laughs> That'd be offensive, T. Daddy. Um. So that's called misdirection. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm not misdirected yet. I'm What's your tea today, Daddy? <laughs> That'd be my drag name, misdirection. Um, <laughs> Please welcome to the stage, misdirection. misdirection. She's always got the tea. Um. So. Usually my tea would be when my puppy doesn't remember things correctly, but I always remember this week. So, <laughs> so y- you know what annoys me the most on um, like social on on apps? No, but you're gonna tell us. And it, it annoys everyone is just when people hit you up with sup 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 sup. Hi. So this Hello? this week I had a good sup. friend who just sup. out of the blue texts me sup sup. And so I do what I always do when someone does that. I write back, sup. <laughs> and we can do you this know. loop forever and ever. And, and so they let, they, they let that sit for a bit. And then they came back and they're like, are you mad at me? <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not mad at you. It's just, I'm going to give you, if you didn't have anything clever or interesting or something to say, don't waste my time. <laughs> like when you, you're not going to get any other response except sup back. Cause you're not really asking anything. You're just, you're just saying pay attention to me and feed me with you take control now with the conversation. Well, you know how two wrongs don't make a right. Well, I could just ignore them completely or then, then they would think I'd mad. was mad at them. You can make it three rights, which equal a left. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Two wrongs don't make a right, but three rights make a left. Anyway, so I barely tolerate it when it's on a app. Mm-hmm. So don't text me sup. Because <laughs> sup says absolutely fucking nothing. No, definitely nobody. <laughs> nothing sup. Daddy no. At, at Mr. Christopher, sup. No, 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 no. You will you will get blocked. <gasps> oh my god. I hate it. I hate it. It's the What's it's up with that. It's the most useless word that has come out of the English language in the last fifteen years. I don't know. There's some there's some pretty useless wor- YOLO. Um best, Oh my god, they just started a club here called uh, YOLO too, oh, by the way. It, it and it, and it's so sad because it's was my Slims. It was my favorite place to go see bands, and now they've turned it into some stupid club called YOLO. Okay, t- and we're done with the tea. <laughs> um on today's podcast, I, I wanted to just because I you always see those like those memes that are like Tell me you're an adult without telling me you're an adult. Speaking of YOLO. Yeah, but aren't those like phishing things on Facebook trying to get your information? Like your drag name is your mother's social security number. (laughs) Isn't that what those are? What phishing scam pyramid schemes are you falling for? 
Well, <laughs> you know how they like your hooker name is your pet's first name and no. the street you grew up on, and it's really the Russians trying to mine your data. Okay, we'll come back to that. No, um, uh, wait, what? The what? No, uh, you're you are um, a Facebook conspiracy theory dream. I will tell you that. No, so there, it's on like social media. People will be like, they'll start a thread and they want people to just respond with funny like anecdotes. So like tell me you're a dog owner without telling me you're a dog owner. And then you'd like post a picture of your, your couch that has like all the couches like torn apart or chewed on, or tell me you're a bottom without telling me you're a bottom. And then you show like your shower shot all, all set the up in empty your shower. enemas on your floor. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, it's like something silly, but it's, it's meme and self-referential in a way. So like that, not, conspiracy theory wait you're you're show you're, me you're a messy bottom without telling me and and, and, and it's just me have- at chipotle <laughs> no but you you kind of understand what i mean by that yeah right? i was gonna say taco bell rappers oh ooh, park, ooh, but, i can yeah. use taco bell Ooh, i haven't had taco bell in years and there's reason for that well <laughs> me well, neither <laughs> i used to live across the street from a taco bell anyway um what is your porn name based on your street and first No, dog? I can't tell you that because then the Russians are data mining or, or then then you'll know my like passwords to everything. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's fair. Okay, that's fair. fair. Well, anyway, so today I, I, I wanted to just kind of talk about silly things around like, how do you know someone's kinky without telling someone you're, you're kinky, you know? So d- does mm. it make sense? Kind of, yes. Okay, okay. I think I get the gist. Do you, okay, so like for instance, to use a very very easy a very easy uh, uh, what do you call it answer, um, you think CBT stands for more than cognitive behavioral therapy because you know what CBT is, right? Yeah, which is ball torture. Yeah, yeah, but like it's also an acronym that gets used in like therapeutic sort of practices as well. So a lot of like for instance, and I'll, I'll go back to this story that I've told a million times. My mom started telling me about C, her CBT at one family function. And for a second, I was just like, uh, oh, oh, it's kind of one of those. I always get confused when they start, when this, this fad of CBD oil and everything came out. I always thought they were saying CBT. Cock and and ball ball torture. I'm like, that can't be good to smoke. But with your, with your cock and balls. Yeah. (laughs) Well, what would CBD be? Cock and ball destroyers. Oh my God. (laughs) No, don't destroy your cock and balls, cock and please. Balls destroyers. No, 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 no. Whatever happened to the cock destroyers? Are they still around? I don't know. They we wanted lost, to be on the podcast. They did, and then but they then never got back. Never heard back. No. Oh, they've, been, they've destroyed our dreams. They've been busy destroying cocks. Well, I A lot can, of work. I can only imagine. Well, it is. It is. What is? What's? Uh, when was the last cock you destroyed? Um, I don't destroy cocks. <laughs> I'm very gentle with them. That's that's a soundbite. I don't destroy cocks. <laughs> Well, so what about, how about like when you own a bunch of rope, but you don't have a boat or any scout badges? Did you, were you ever a scout? I was, I was an Eagle Scout actually. Oh, so that doesn't work for you. Cause I you, had merit badges. Do you still have them somewhere? My merit badges? Yeah. Mm, I don't think so. I don't think I saved them. <gasps> I mean, we're talking like 40 years ago. But would the sash still fit? No, I doubt the sash would still fit. <laughs> I actually kind of gave up when I got into high school with that. A lot of people apparently from the scouts are also kinky because we get people saying that they were part of the, the, the scouts all the time. They were oh, Eagle yeah. Scout or That was the first Cub time I told you this. Like they, they had this 
hazing tradition of pantsing the new, uh, what were they, what were they called? Not the Weebelows, the, um, the what? What were the freshmen? Jackalopes? No. What were the freshmen? Weeble wobbles. No. Um, oh, Cubs. No. Uh, there was Tinderfoot. Twinks. Um, maybe it was Tinderfoot. Um, okay. Anyway, we went camping and they would run around and pants everybody. And uh, I was terrified. And so I super glued my pants shut so nobody could. <laughs> Have you heard of a belt? Which made it very difficult to pee. Have you heard of a belt? <laughs> well, they could take your belt off. I mean, unless unless there's like a chastity belt and with the padlock on it, and yeah. Well, there there you go. How do you know you're kinky without telling someone you're kinky? You own twenty different belts, and they're all different sizes. Well, you know that's how I used to tie myself up as a kid with belts. I used my church belts to do that. I feel like I've asked this question before as well. What is the difference between a normal belt and a church belt? The ch- a church. So a normal belt is a, just the raw leather belt that you wear in your jeans. A church belt has that shiny finish and usually has a special, um, uh, what is that? Belt buckle? Buckle, yeah. That's fancy. Oh. Those are the church belts. Well, I've got a whole set of church belts I got from Mr. S. They're pretty fancy, and they have yeah. a nice shine to them. Mm-hmm. Is that well, how, how we about, know you're kinky? Uh, well, it might be. Or, um, and again, my, my favorite of this meme has always been like, I have five dog leashes, but no dogs. Right. <laughs> or collars, or, or even like, I shop at PetSmart. But I don't have any dogs. Woof, woof. <laughs> have you ever shopped at PetSmart? I have. For what? Um, dog bowls. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I Actually, for the sub that just visited last month, I had to go buy a dog bowl. But, you, you know, it's very, you have to be very, and this is why you have to see them in person. Because if you have a dog bowl that isn't white enough, a human face can't get down in it. And if it's too high, then it tips and uh, they get food all over the hardwood floors. So, or drinks or whatever you put in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of those ones that flares out on the outside mm-hmm. and flares in gradually on the inside, but wide enough for a human face. Uh, so you really have to go look at the dog bowls at PetSmart to get the right one. Which speaking of today's sponsor, PetSmart. No, <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine? Hey, That'd hey, be great. Hey, PetSmart, if you want a sponsor. Yeah. We love the good quality dog <laughs> shit. Um, not, oh, sorry, not dog shit, but dog stuff. But also to to the bowl uh, analogy, I love that we're breaking down kinks as we go through the, these jokes. You also want to make sure that you get something that, that is a little elevated, like so. Get a stand that that you can put a bowl in because human digestion you you can't really eat easily or drink easily if you're leaning too far down. Did you oh, know that? I did not know that. Well, there you go. You, clearly, you you do not. What get if you the put pump. a straw in your dog bowl? Then they could just <laughs> slurp it up. Doesn't help with the food, but I love the ingenuity of well, that. Well, soup. You could use soup. Actually, there was, I forget what company did it, but they made uh, tongues, little latex tongues that had metal straws inside of them that you could oh. put in your dog masks. Have you seen those? No, but that's a clever idea. It is. I forget. Oh, now I forget who did it, but it was a, it was a dog uh, hood sort of company. Maybe it was rough stuff or something, but it was a very funny idea. And they, they did kind of flap a little bit. They had a little bit of flexibility to them. They were very, they were, they were very cute. I need one of those. Cute. Uh, dog got your tongue. Ooh. Okay. So another, uh, how do you know you're kinky without telling someone you're kinky? Um, you all you always avoid the asparagus. 
Oh my God. I did that. The, uh, so yesterday, you know, so we, when, so we went wine tasting for the 4th of July and I had that pasta with asparagus in it. And then, uh, we had movie night out in the back. That's what that smell was. And I started peeing and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong? And oh my God, it was asparagus. I hadn't had asparagus in a long time, but that comes through quick. It does. It yeah. does. Um, and smells very, very. So wait, what do you say that again? That why, why does asparagus? Why because you avoid asparagus uh, oh. when you, when you're, when you know you have plans later. Sure. Yeah. Okay. That, that came from sniffer of okay. all people, of by course. the way. So, of course it did. <laughs> so next time sniffer's over, we, we know sniffer. Yeah. Just, just, uh, serve up some asparagus. You know, no, CFS, uh, no, CF. cause I don't want to smell it. <laughs> um, Ooh, the big old gay Jim says, um, I was in ma- my my Thai or is it Muay Thai Muay Thai training? It's like the the training. Um, well, and when my instructor kicked me, it caused pain and gave me a boner. Oh, what's that? That's like <laughs> kickboxing, I believe. Right. So so pain turns you off. He, they got like they got kicked in the nuts and liked it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they got that's a boner. CBT, by the way. Well, I, I think they just got kicked, but I like that you added the nuts there. You're good welcome. callback. Good callback. Have you ever been in an awkward situation where you just kind of popped a boner? I have one right now. Oh, my Is that awkward? God. Did I just make this awkward? Is, is that weird for you? Uh, well, no. <laughs> but if you were at like, say, a, a, like a massage, I've definitely had massages before and they... It's I think people get really nervous about getting massages and then popping a boner. I think I think massage therapists have to be like prepared for that, right? Oh, I bet massage therapists are absolutely aware of that. Like it's it's in body function. You can't you can't help that. I I remember junior high, I would pop a boner all the time under my school de- desk. Well, for any reason in particular, in, or pretty just, much with the, if the wind blew, <sighs> it's like boner time. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would press it against the top of because we had you know those old fashioned desks that you you lift the lid and you put your books and stuff in. Oh yeah. So that was right at crotch level. The, oh no. The well of that. So I would hump my desk a little bit as we were learning math. <laughs> Did you ever just close the desk on yourself? No. <laughs> I mean CBT. That'd be weird. CBT callback. That's too far. <laughs> How about um, rack doesn't always mean a shelf or boobs they said rack r-a-c-k uh risk aware consensual kink ding 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 kink. well done that's uh you get you get 10 uh kink points for that answer well done well done Thank you. um no yeah no rack is an acronym that stands for risk aware consensual kink what are the other acronyms that you can think of uh ssc ssc safe safe Safe, sane, and consensual. Oh my God, another 10 points. Good job. <laughs> this isn't a game, but now we've made it a game. But I'm trying to think of something else that's called SSC, but there isn't one. The SSC. What is the SSC? It's a ship that goes by the SSC. <laughs> SS Minnow. Um, yeah, no. But how do you, how do you, how do you have an object that's rack? No, these. This isn't. This, it's not all literal. It's just meant oh, okay. to be funny. Okay. okay. Jokes are sometimes lost on you when you think a too little literal. Bit. <laughs> like, like, how about this one? Okay. Um, blindfolds aren't always used for sleep. 
Oh, yeah. I always think that when you're in an airplane and you see somebody leaning back in first class and they've got one of those blindfolds, and I'm like, huh, I would take that home with me. That's actually a nice one. I have <laughs> taken them home yeah. with me, honestly. Some of those little, like, probably not even first class, but when you fly internationally, you always get, like, one of those little, like, souvenir kits with, like, the toothbrush and the toilet. It just kind of makes me want to actually not too bad. my bandana off and make a bandana gag and gag them so they can get a nice night's sleep. Or just, and, you know, take your rope out of your carry-on. Yes. You can, you can tie them. That's always carry-on. been an odd one. This this is also a tangent stream, but like the fact that you can bring rope in as a carry on, I know never I, I carry rope eye, all the time in eye. my carry ons. Well, there you go. How I do you know you're kinky there. without telling someone you're kinky? Go through TSA with a bag of rope <laughs> or dildos <laughs> or dildo. Well, yeah, no, they take that out and they're like, "What the hell is this for?" Yeah, I never understood why rope was okay. Not that I'm complaining because I like to well, travel without checking I, bags. I but think. It, they yeah. probably figure, well, someone's got to be really good with rope to use that effect effectively. Well, they're yeah, they're they're looking for sharp objects and things you can use as. I don't know if rope is actually um, dangerous, right? Well, not in the wrong hands. It's it can't not. be used as a weapon. No, I know, I know, I know. I just always I it just restrain you from reaching for your weapon. Well, if only we were restrained. Yeah, we don't show restraints. So on zip this ties too. I'm surprised that they let zip ties go through. Really? You brought zip ties through? Mm-hmm. Huh? I mean, there's lots of things they probably don't even well, think about. Well, and it's not it's not even for sex. It's whenever we do a booth, I usually carry like the because whenever di- we do a booth at an event, the boxes get shipped, and the first thing you need to set up a booth is oh yeah, zip ties, scissors, tape. And scissors. <laughs> and when he says a, a, a booth for an event, he means like working a sex event. So like right. IML, MAL, right. MIR. And those three things are always in the last box you open because it's never labeled. <laughs> so I carry them with me. So when we get there, I can't obviously take st- scissors, but I can take duct tape and zip ties. No problem. TSA. How about, oh, you own far too many clothespins. But you don't use them for laundry. You don't have a laundry line. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would do good. Yeah. And especially if they're the, the clothespins that have the little metal or rubber coating on them, you know? Well, that's a dead giveaway because you don't use that well, for laundry no, at all. I know. I use that for my laundry all the you time. You do not. Don't hang me out to dry like that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, but th- those ones are more expensive too. So you know yeah, because you have about they're, laundry. They're coated in rubber. <laughs> yes. That's a good one. Or, um, so basically, it's just pervertibles. If you have pervertibles around your house, then you're kinky. Or probably, yeah. You you have tons of wooden spoons, and they're not all in the kitchen, right? In your <laughs> in your your uh, entertainment drawer, you're cooking up trouble. Yes. Well, I actually that's another one. You have a play bag. I mean, you 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 don't have to physically like say it, but like if you had a, a bag, whenever you like go over to someone's house, I find that kinky people always have some sort of like bag, toy you know, bag. a toy, a toy bag, bag. Yeah. a to go bag, an overnight bag. Like I, when I was, when I first started getting like very sexual and also when I was trying to practice kink, that's when I put together a play bag. Yeah. Which that would be, that actually would kind of be an interesting podcast. It's like pull out our play bags and just go through and see what's in them well and this is why i have multiple of some toys too because i have a small play kit in in the car at all times and then i have the larger one but you know you don't always want to go to the trunk of your car to pull out that ball gag so you have a an, an additional one in your other play bag 
And then... How do you know you're your, too kinky? You have multiple playbacks. And then, <laughs> you know, in your dungeon, you might need a third one just so you can hang it on the wall so you don't have to go searching through a bag to find the ball gag, you know. So it's it's uh-huh. a lot of work yeah. being oh, kinky, yeah. you know. So, and, yeah, I, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're a lot of work. Anyway, um, I, I always... So when, when did you have your first play bag, actually? In college. Really? Yeah. And did it always start out well-equipped or like... No, I mean, it grew over time and what you needed. So if you visited someone and, you know, they were into a certain type of... Like maybe you add some ace bandage to your play bag. There's another one, having too much ace bandage. And not being an athlete. That's that's a good uh, uh, cinching tool right there. Um, Yeah, you just add to it over time. And, and actually a very good, for like puppy players, it's a good way to uh, do like paws or, or, or give you the feeling of a mitt without using mitts. You like put a sock in someone's mm-hmm. hand and then ace wrap around it or maybe mm-hmm. put a sock over it as well. Makes good it blindfold. Sticks to itself. It makes good oh, yeah. gag. It's not going to rip off your hair. Yeah. CBT callback. Yeah. 10 more points. Um, oh, I was going to ask another question. Oh, play bags though. What is What would you say would be go-tos besides ace bandage i think that's a wonderful idea for a play bag what other things are like essential for a play bag safety scissors i think safety scissors so and and to make a good play bag you need one with pockets because Mm. when you throw everything into one bag and you have rope and safety scissors and tick clamps you know those those small heavy things go to the bottom and you can never find them. Actually having a small flashlight and a carabiner to the handle of the bag is always good too. Cause if you're in a dark playroom um, and you're looking for those alligator clips, uh, you just turn on your flashlight and look through your bag. Sounds like a very specific situation. Actually, do you know what uh, the easiest way to find lost tick clamps at the bottom of your play bag is magnet? No. Oh, you you know those shaker bottles that you get for the gym and they have that always have that wire cylinder in it that you never use that's supposed to shake up the powder? No, because mine always get lost somehow. Exactly. And nobody uses them. But I guarantee <laughs> you some people use them. <laughs> I guarantee you, if you throw them in the toy bag, they will go down there, they will find the nipple clamps and they'll get all tangled up. And then bam, there they are. Huh. Every single time. Every single time. Every huh? single time. Okay. So it sounds that like we need to do a play bag episode. <laughs> I need to test this. I need to test. So where are all of my, my metal balls then? Are they? Oh, CBD callback. Metal balls. No. Uh, are all my metal balls somewhere in your drawer at home? Because I, no, I all of the, my athletic things. Are, they're organizing my dick lamps in my <laughs> playback. <laughs> Talk about a pervertible. Yeah. How about um, when good boy turns you on? Ooh. Yeah. Do you like being called a good boy? I do. Who's a good boy? <laughs> Not by you. Oh. But... <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been around like someone playing with their actual dog and you kind of just do a, a double take when, when they say certain, certain things? Good boy. Good boy. Yeah. In, 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 I mean, all puppies that go to the park must get turned on. Well, was... No. <laughs> Not. But I definitely get distracted if somebody is like, talking to their dog a little too loudly and they're using, you know, affectionate terms for them. Yeah. You have a good okay, point? Okay. Oh, who's a good point? Now I feel like I'm being placated. You are being placated. Who's being placated? Are you being placated? Okay, oh, saying it so with that placated. voice doesn't just make everything better. I would, let's just be very clear there. 
Um, ooh, 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 ooh. I love this one. Um, when you own what's a safe word gear. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> that will definitely make someone think you're kinky. Which brings us to have, today's sponsor. Have you actually worn one of our shirts out and forgotten? And then somebody's like, oh. No. Oh, I But have. that brings us to today's sponsor. Yes. Us. Oh, yay. Are we sponsoring We're ourselves? We're sponsoring ourselves. I love that. Today's sponsor is safewordshop.com, where you can get not only the lovely shirts we're wearing right now. I have our Naughty Geek twi- uh, Twitch-related shirt, and Daddy, you've got our, our brand new... Pun-sexual. Pun-sexual. Um, where you can get elemental while still being being fun and playful with sex. Uh, we have a bunch of sh- a shit on the shop there, some new stuff coming out this, this month, uh, like what's coming out. Uh, embrace tarot, sucking. tarot cards and Ooh. embrace sucking tarot cards. Yeah, it's you... a lollipop to its design, all by Tastic Bear. Yeah, so if you'd like to uh, get some new kinky merch for yourself or maybe someone else, you can go to safewordshop.com and use the offer code. What? Well, no, it's not. But you know what? Wait, Why don't do we, we add that, that in? We, okay. can, we can we can add the offer code Watts on our own our merch shop. See if anyone catches it. That's again <laughs> Watts W A T T S making promo codes on the fly, and you'll get fifteen percent off of all your shit. Um. Yeah. No. I've I've actually worn a couple of them, like in settings like at airports and stuff, and gotten a little double takes once in a while. So honestly, I mean, uh, most of my I have I have a what's a safe word drawer, which mm-hmm. is just all my kinky shirts, and then like my normal shirt drawer for whenever I just need to be wearing something normal. But I, I don't even think about it. I just kind of So you're w- saying our shirts aren't normal? I'm saying well, I'm saying that our shirts are uh, better abnormal. than normal. Ab- abnormal. I was gonna say abnormal, but like they're better than normal. Um because they're fun, they're playful, and they're I like that our shirts always try to be a little more subtle. Mm. much like these innuendos and like jokes about like being kinky but not being kinky outright mm. i like to make our shirts fun and playful and while some of them are very on the nose like the embrace sucking shirt you wouldn't know was sexual unless you really looked at it for a second mm. it just looks and, nice or embraced it yeah. or embraced oh but i just i have fun with uh, it Anyway, our merch is, it supports the show. It goes and supports everything else we do. It supports local artists and, and all the artists that we hire that help us to do some stuff. But uh, it's just a way in which you can support the channel because Lord knows we don't get monetization often. You know what, actually? Um, and I, I do think that our shirts, some of them like Grumpy Daddy and some of the other taglines we've gotten are now getting very recognized and when back in the 90s when being out wasn't as easy as it is to do now i would always uh travel with a colt cap um and colt was a a male gay porn company but because their logo was like a horse it 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 nobody really realizes a porn company except for that one male flight attendant who would always give me a drink because we were talking in code he's like oh you're another gay i get it um, it's kind of like <clears throat> being gay but not being gay you, right. you say you're a friend of dorothy or right. you're you're going to the mecca or it's it's just subtle innuendos and, and kind of ways in which we as marginalized communities exist and thrive because we can't always be overtly ourselves at but, all times. But what's so sad now is I think I've, I've worn Colt a couple times on a plane just because it was my habit and nobody knows what Colt is anymore, <laughs> which is sad. <laughs> well, is that, is that a, 
a good uh, thing or it, I mean it's blending it's in. It's just because the next generations they don't they don't um, oh. they didn't live through that history and so their their porn is from the internet and and we have a ton of it whereas back in those days we didn't have very much porn so it was very recognizable. Actually speaking of porn, uh you know kinky without being overtly kinky, you know what the armory looks like. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, a lot of people don't know the, the kinksters know what the armory or kink.com's old like Batista is it Batista? No, that's Dave Batista. Um, what, what what are those called? Those it's an armory. Bastille. Bastille. Thank yeah, you. Um, people that know what that looks like, like I've shared that meme a they number know of times. Oh, is, yeah, yeah. They know. Yeah. Oh yeah, they do. Oh. But also, did you know that they actually filmed some of the Star Wars movies in the kink.com? I did. Did you know that because I've given you this anecdote before? No, because I used to work there. Oh. <laughs> I used to direct movies there. <laughs> I miss King And they were doing it when I was shooting. <laughs> oh. I miss I miss the tours. I miss shooting for them. They also had, it used to be a nunnery as well. And they actually had a bunch of uh, small bedrooms with like furnished bedrooms that they would just house the models in. But the nuns used to live in them like full time. So it's if you never got and, to and those nuns were kinky, man. Oh, I bet they were good on their knees. They had chains rulers. and whips. And ooh. Ooh. how do you know if you're kinky? You have too many rulers on your desk <laughs> and you're a nun. You, you know, have a habit. You have a rulers. habit of, of too many rulers. I'll give you that one. Thank you. I actually had a nun um, in second grade. Her name was Sister Irene. Which, if that doesn't strike fear into your heart, I don't know what will. She wasn't nice, but she never hit people. So, I went to a Catholic school, so it wasn't that big. Like that wasn't surprising. But, uh, yeah, nuns are not nice teachers. Uh, how do you know you're kinky without saying kinky? Is if you walk into somebody's house and they have a bunch of plant hooks hanging from the ceiling, but no plants. Oh, oh, oh. Also, don't bring those hooks to hotels or conventions please they don't they don't the number of ceilings i've seen destroyed by people who thought they could bring their little hanging hooks because they for wanted to hang something for their sling or yeah. bondagey things yeah be very careful only put those always find a stud oh oh you need a stud when that. you go to a convention and you're looking for more than one kind of stud ooh, yeah. ooh. <laughs> when your stud finder finds different things oh <laughs> How about um, when you go to the ice cream shop and you hear vanilla, but you you definitely aren't talking about ice cream? No, oh, that's one of our shirts, not vanilla. Uh, hey, speaking um, of merch, use offer code Watson. <laughs> no, or or you use the term muggle for people when you're talking about like sex related things. That's kinky muggle. I thought that was um, Harry Potter. Well, I mean, when you're around, when you're out in public, but you're like with kinksters, and you're like, oh, the muggles. Like a, a lot of people will use that to refer to people that are vanilla as well. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, because I learn something new every dime. Every dime? Every dime. Every dime. Um, because in in the, the series that shall not be named because a lot of people don't like it, that's what that's the term used for normal human people that aren't wizards in mm. that series. And so a lot of kinky people have kind of repurposed that term to talk about vanilla people. And I don't think it's a derogatory thing. It's just more of a label, but some people take offense to it for whatever reason. I mean, it's not like I'm calling them a mudblood or a squib, you know, oh, that, I, that would be, offensive. I wouldn't even know what you're calling me. So I, I would never take offense. 
Well, you're kind of like, you're like a kinkster that's not really aware of the kink culture. So maybe you are more of like a, a mudblood. <laughs> Thank maybe. God I have a podcast to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for keeping me up to date on these muggle things. Um, oh, this one came, I don't know who, who posted this, but they say it's kind of toy bag related. When you have more than just a drawer of sexy things. I have an entire under bed of sexy things. Like I have so many things like just cabinets under my bed, like containers under my bed, just full of toys and rope and straps and hoods. You need that just for the dildos. Well, you need at least three boxes for the dildo. I yeah. mean, you have an entire wall, so you're not one to talk. No, you, you have a wall of sex I wasn't, toys. I wasn't throwing don't, stones. Don't you judge me. I wasn't judging. <laughs> not judging. But that I, a lot of kinky people do have an entire collection of things, and it's something that you, you start slow with. Like, I, I know I only had a small drawer when I first started out, but it was all toys and condoms, and now I have an entire bedroom and a dungeon bed and a, an apartment with far too many sex things that I... I never want my mom to come visit because it would just take far too much time to clean it up um what about when they have soundproofing on the walls but they don't have a audio hey, maybe, studio maybe they're just oh well you just and they're not a mind. podcaster i was gonna say maybe they're a <laughs> twitch streamer or but no you kind of do need a lot of equipment for that yeah <clears throat> but you know like those you, you've seen those foam audio softener things oh, that I know. Go on the wall mm -hmm. yeah i've seen that in playrooms and i'm like oh you don't have a radio show no, but well, but that all, that stuff's also just really useful if you have noisy roommates mm. or or noisy neighbors. Yeah. Okay. How about um, when you're buying leather gloves at the store, and it's in the dead of summer, <laughs> or you have chaps, or you have boots, and you don't have like a motorcycle? Like my parents, when they first started buying leather, it kind of took me a second because they have a Harley now. Right. But I'm curious if they bought it because they had the Harley and the leather. Or vice versa. Knowing your parents was the Harley. Oh well, that's true. But a lot of people, you know, the oh oh, how about how about how about you call them chaps, not assless chaps. Wait, yeah, no, because a people that aren't kinky generally call it assless, assless chaps. chaps. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if you want to go down this road because you were called out on that last time. No, 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 we <laughs> talked. I was called out on on Twitter because someone disagreed with making that joke but it's just a joke i'm just it's making just a, joke. a joke we're not we're not trying to be mean or rude i just <laughs> think that it's very important to be specific with your word choice because words have power like yeah. calling it assless chaps is just a double it's like a double negative mm. you, you call you don't call it assless pants do you well mm. i mean you could i guess but you don't call it assed pants when you're talking about your jeans so why would mm. you call it assless chaps chaps by nature are assless you make a good point Thank you. Mm -hmm. I, I, I tend to, I think I, yeah, I make lots of good points. I think sometimes. All right. What's the next one? The next one says, Ooh, Ooh, I own Crisco, but it's not for cooking. Yeah. So. <laughs> and just so you know, Crisco is a good lube. I, is it? I've never used it. It is for fisters. It is. Yeah. But so Crisco is good for fisting. And it gives you just a nice flaky rim. Oh, ew. No <laughs> one wants that. No one wants that. But it's also kind of like viscous, right? What's viscous? Like it's got thickness, but it's oh, liquidy. I thought that was like a sex term I didn't know. <laughs> no, viscous. no, the viscosity. So like, the hot, like muggles, thick. A viscous muggle. 
<laughs> viscous liquids might be yes the muggle liquids oh my god i you've used crisco though mm-hmm. do you like it i don't like it because then it doesn't come off your hands <laughs> I've never u- I've never actually used it myself, but that's because and I tend to like silicone. Oh, it does have a bit of a smell to it, right? Yeah, it reminds me of my mom baking, so it's not sexual for me. <laughs> but what do you what do you use it to bake? Is baking goods? Pie crust. Oh my god, oh. the flakiest pie crust ever. It's great. What would you make with with Crisco? Should we do a Crisco episode where we make things with Crisco? Sure. That aren't sexual. Sure. <laughs> do I get to eat them? We can make Crisco like uh, pie shaped dildos. That, well, I mean, it won't be monetized, but that would be fun. I'd be down. <laughs> Nothing we do is monetized anymore. Why are you even, why is that even a factor at this point? <laughs> How about this one? You know, you're kinky without saying you're kinky when you use the term make me religiously. <laughs> Really? Well, like brats, people that yeah, are bratty. Like make- you, 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 very much a term you use all the time. I never use it. Make me? See, you just used it again. <laughs> no, people people think that you might be uh you might have a little bit of brat in you consider like Ooh, based me? based on the comments. I am so nice. What are you talking about? Brats can be nice, but they're also very um I am not combative. Oh, well, I am case not. case of, oh no I'm not. Uh-huh. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Are you sure about that? No, I'm not. They also like to poke fun and poke mm. the bear. I don't like poking bears. Mm-hmm. I like poking you. I'll poke you anytime. You poke me too much. <laughs> it's not too much. Well, ooh, you wear a hanky, obviously. You wear a hanky. But lots of people wear hankies. How do you know that that's kinky? And you, you, it would have to be a colored hanky in a rear pocket. Well, yeah, that's that's okay. what I mean. Like, okay. mo- I don't think everyone wears hankies, but the gays especially are very aware of hankies and colors and... Like I was watching, who was it? It was some Twitch streamer and they were talking about hankies and then they're like, oh, but you got to be careful about the color. And they're, mm. they're not like kinky, kinky gays, but they're gay. They're, you know, they're gay. And I just thought it was funny because I always, I'm always, I'm always there whenever someone starts talking about the hanky code apparently because they're always like, and what does that mean? <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't know what puce means off the top of my head. That's so hard. Or, or hound's tooth, which is biting. Or, um, I actually didn't know that one. Name a color. Periwinkle. Oh, see, I don't know that one. Do you? <laughs> no. Oh. Just, you said name a color. <laughs> name another color. Uh, fuchsia. Oh, that's... Isn't that tit play? Sure. Oh, no, but now I need to know. Oh, because I Yeah. What oh, is fuchsia? God. Fuchsia. Hanky code. Oh, it would help if I could type two. Anyway. Oh, flagging. Fuchsia is spanking. Oh, oh, spanking. Oh, I was close. It was either nipples or spanking or something. Ah, oh, damn it. Okay, canceled. I'm. Don't cancel me. Don't cancel me. I don't know every color. What about if you own a dog cage and you don't have a dog? Considering you were just looking at dog I cages. I was literally uh, just looking. Did you find any good ones? I did. So dog cages have come down in price and they're really nice now. Did you know that? I didn't, but I'm I, so w- I was like, know. wow, this was only, it was only, so cages for, used to be really expensive and they're either janky or super expensive. Now there's a whole, there's a market now for big dog cages and they're, they're very, they look very good. They go in your living room. They're on wheels. They have a tray underneath. It's really good. I'm not that big. So I might 
need to get a dog cage. I feel like you've already decided. But that doesn't decided. make me kinky. What? But I mean, PetSmart. If you want to, if you want to sponsor us, I'll, I'll, I'll showcase it with the puppy in it. Anyway, um, and the, I mean, honestly, most of these comments are: I have dog collars and or dog leashes and or tons of dog toys, but no dog. Right. Which I think is just the epitome of this meme because, of course, all the kink, all the kinksters have leashes and collars, and they all bought it from PetSmart. Probably again, PetSmart. If you want to sponsor, we're here, we're waiting. You're barking up the right tree. Woof. <laughs> but then people also in the thread asked, um, "How did we know when we were kinky? How did uh, you know when you were kinky? <clears throat> Do you remember that that spider bite? I remembered. Oh, you know, I remembered." Uh, when I was watching Wild Wild West once and I rolled myself up really tightly in a blanket so my arms are down by my side and I got a big boner while watching like this the 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 guy getting tied up and tortured. That's how I knew I was kicking. <laughs> I was like <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> and that's the only thing that turned me on imagery wise. I don't remember the imagery, but I do remember playing like not cops and robbers, but it was like a cops and robbers sort of thing. But it was like Power Rangers, you know, like the Power. You remember the Power Rangers? Mm-hmm. And they're like Teletubbies for superheroes, right? Um, I'm offended, but also you're not wrong. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> Sabertooth Tiger. Like, oh, my favorite color was blue because he was a nerdy, like he was a nerdy guy, and apparently gay, which not surprised now. He was at also it. Paul Bunyan's ox. What blue? Oh, you're just making non sequiturs? No, well, I, I. You're just trying to. I don't know what conversation. sequitur he was, but. I. <laughs> anyway, um, we were playing games with like the, the kids in the neighborhood. You know, we went to someone's house and like, for whatever reason, and it wasn't my idea, but I was not against it. I was like probably nine or so, and like they're like, "Oh, if you get captured, we're gonna tie you up, and you have to get out." And again, not complaining because it, it like stirred that thing within me. That was like arousal without knowing what arousal was. I yeah, I I, I always was the Indian that got tied to the jungle gym by the cowboys at oh. high school. And, and we're not trying to be offensive. We don't we, you know we don't play cowboys and Indians anymore, obviously, because that has certain connotations to it. But also, aren't you part Native American? Mm-hmm. Oh, so I'm, were you offended I'm by Sue. that game? No, I was not. Oh. I, was, I was very turned on by that uh. game. <laughs> but like. Uh, so you you were pretty much doing self bondage, and how old would you say? Eight or nine. Oh wow! Yeah, and I think a lot of people kind of have that that spider bite, or and it wasn't really sexual for me, but it was a turn on. Does that yeah, make no, sense? no, it does because yeah. I wasn't obviously you're not having. I didn't know about sex. sex. I yeah, didn't know about sex. I was a closeted, or I didn't. I wasn't gay at the time either, but I was like very you very sheltered. Were gay, but. No, I was. Of course I was, but I didn't know what it was. Maybe you were born this way. <laughs> Thank you, Lady Gaga. <laughs> but I knew that what was what the feeling I was feeling was something new. I didn't have the words to describe it, but I knew that I was kinky without knowing I was kinky. Mm. Look at the callback to bring it bring it You're back welcome. around. Ten points to yeah. Gryffindor. When you when you got tied up by the um, jungle gym with <laughs> jump ropes, then you knew you were kinky. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, but. Oh, jump ropes. I've never been tied up with jump ropes. Oh, I have. Okay. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's all I had. I didn't have a, any other kind of rope jump ropes. No, I, I, I get it. 
Um, do you remember the first time that you specifically engaged in kink? Like the first as, time you ever had an adult? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, mm. Like you were knowingly con- engaging in it and you were like turned on and you were you, you were clearly going to in, like do the thing. Yeah, no, yeah, it was, it was in my early 20s. Like someone I cruised at the park and he took me home and tied me up and yeah. Was, was it was it good? Oh, it was amazing. I was like through the roof. Somebody finally tied me up. Oh, I meant was it actual good bondage? But yes, I understand. Oh no, that the bondage me. was terrible. Oh. But I mean, just the action was great. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I didn't so, care. I didn't know what good bondage was. And as a matter of fact, most of the porn was bad bondage that was out there in the nineties when I was true of age. So true. I didn't know what good bondage was. I remember my first experience with bondage. That wasn't just me trying out knots on myself because that was kind of erotic, but you never really got the same feeling mm. because it wasn't a scene. It was just some, it was just me, you know, practicing something. Um, was with a yoga instructor that was a friend, just a friend that we were, you know, ha- it was kind of like a date night, mm. and, but he was in an open relationship. So I didn't even understand that dynamic at the time, but it was definitely like a date night when his husband wasn't around. And I felt very like, ooh, naughty, even though it was consensual and they were totally open. Um, but we were like relaxing. They cooked dinner. We had, it was very odd. He made smoothies that went with dinner because he was a fitness person. Like mm. he didn't want to have wine, but he he definitely put alcohol in the smoothie. And it was kind of like a, a hot, like a, ooh, I wonder what he spiked it with. Like consensually. I trusted the guy. I knew him very well. But I was like, ooh, what's in this smoothie that tastes like? not like a smoothie but you, you you just made me remember so early on in all my bondage session i just got used to bad bondage oh. early on because i didn't know any better i didn't i hadn't done any research or education that wasn't really a big thing at the time mm-hmm. and so i just got used to like my limbs falling asleep or like one oh hand always being numb or oh, and I would just power through until I came <laughs> and I would just, and then you're like, ow, 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 and people would always tie ropes too tight. And mm. so it's probably dangerous too, but I was so aroused that I didn't care. Well, those endorphins <laughs> and those, those, those highs really push you through that though. The second yeah. that you come and, and you come down literally um, and figuratively and emotionally, like that's where you can quickly get in over your head. Like I've had a number of scenes in my earlier days of kink where I would be so into it and then you get off and then you realize, oh yeah, my hand is asleep or, oh yeah, oh, this yeah. is pushing into my neck in a weird way that makes me feel a little lightheaded. Yeah, no, I had, I, I had some miracle I'm still alive, truthfully. Oh, I had some Don't do what we experiences. do. But again, it was before, I'm talking early 90s. This is before the education was prevalent out there. The only, oh, the only place we got our imagery was, was like eroticism in a magazine. Um, and, and in that it's there, you don't see the staging that goes behind that. You, especially no. in porn, you don't see the hour that it took to get all the gear and rope together. Actually, what would piss me off more than someone tying my hands too tight was if the knot, it was like one of those square knots done wrong kind of thing. And it came loose and I'm in the middle of seeing that would bug me way more than it being too tight and uncomfortable. 
No, I, I don't. And it, and that's when I'd be like, I'm not playing with this guy again. He can't tie oh. a fucking knot. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, to that, to that, I, I remember the first bondage that I was talking about, the first scene with the yoga guy. Um, oh, the ter- knots were terrible. It was like, it was like Home Depot rope and paracord. And I couldn't, I could care less. I couldn't care less because like it was hot. Mm. I was finally getting tied up for the first time. It was someone that was intentionally like getting into bondage and enjoyed it, even if they weren't good at it. And that was what made it hot and fun. And Oh, my other pet peeve is I would hate when someone would tie you up with a long piece of rope, like they would tie it to the end of the chair and then they would try to tie it around <laughs> your wrist and they would circle your wrist three or four oh. times and then no not, and then they try to go to some other part of your body and circle that three or four times. I'm like, this is not bondage. This is coiling. <laughs> You're just coiling. <laughs> Stop. Stop trying to make coiling happen. <laughs> oh, oh my God. <laughs> because you could slip out of that so easy. I just like, bloop, bloop, bloop. okay, I'm out. Thank you. Sorry, Bye. Can I get that bondage sound effect again, please? <laughs> bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, but we all start somewhere, and I, no, I think I know. That that's, that's the takeaway there, but also like, do your research. But if there's you're so much more education it. now. So it, it, it's now, good. Yes. And it's easy. I mean, you have the internet. You can literally look up how to tie someone down well and no pressure points and everything that's not going to injure them. We did not have that 30 years ago. <laughs> We've literally done videos on that three yeah. years ago, probably. Right. No, when I was first getting the bondage, you only had the books. I remember the two naughty boys, which was, again, a very straight bondage and, book. And who right, he reads books? Reading well, it was, is hard. It, no, it's fundamental. Um, <laughs> but it was the only way that you could get the knowledge because the websites weren't easy to find or they were behind like 18 and up like barriers. And I was that kid that didn't go into the areas you weren't supposed to mm. because you're not supposed to. Uh, but it was it was all it was all educational. It's just it was hard to find back then. And it's getting harder to find now, too, unfortunately. It still exists. It's still out there. But like, what would you say? For those that are kinky without wanting to be too kinky, like how would you, what would you say to them to be like, this is how you come out to someone that that might not be kinky. Do you have any good pointers to kind of round out the episode for today? Okay, so wait, so you're trying to tell someone who already knows you're queer that you're also kinky? Yeah, well, because it's like a second coming out. Like, how do you tell your partner you're kinky? We had some questions on that too. Um. Just just broach the subject of bondage lightly. Like, oh, have you ever been tied down? I love that. Okay. I, I start slow, I think, is a, yeah. is a good pointer there. Be, be very... Um, have you ever been blindfolded during sex? Yeah. It, eh. No, I'm saying that's how you approach <laughs> know, the subject. I okay. <laughs> I mean, start with a mild kink that lots of people may or may not. Or like, have you ever been spanked? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're asking me for no, the advice, I, I, right? I know. I know. Okay. I'm just playing with you. I'm just playing with you. But but you have to be calm. You have to be very concise. Maybe just explaining how things make you feel to your partner if you have if you guys are really good at communicating, um, and um, what you enjoy about it. I think being very descriptive mm. about the intent and why you're into it is super important because it helps someone to contextualize what's going on and why. You know, just sure. telling someone you're in a bondage because you like to get tied up like that's 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 helpful. But what about it makes you hot and hot? Like what I gets you going? Is say, I love a little slap and tickle in the bedroom. That's it. So I'll just slap you and go hee hee hee. And then and then you're turned on. Mm-hmm. I'll remember that next time. 
I'm just trying to answer your question. <laughs> <laughs> but but you got to start slow uh, to answer that question and just give give your partner obviously some education super helpful um, and not making it about something they have to do, but get to do something they get to do. It's not cancer. It's Christmas, which is maybe not the, the best. Yeah. Thing. And your inflection sounded like grandma. There's Christmas. It's not cancer. It's Christmas. <laughs> Time for grandma. You get, no, you don't understand memes. Time for grandma. <laughs> that is not a good meme. What is that? <laughs> Especially in that voice. No, well, Time for grandma. <laughs> wow. Okay. I need to introduce you to TikTok more often. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Um, that's where all, all the kids are getting their jokes. All oh, the kinksters are all the kids making their out. memes. Great. Well, it's how people digest information. It used to be websites and books, and now it's TikTok and YouTube, if people still use YouTube. Do people still use YouTube out there? Leave a comment down below. <laughs> I don't below. know, because we have a huge YouTube channel. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. We, we, we do, but like a lot of people are, are, I feel like a lot of people are moving to other platforms like Twitch and TikTok because it's just more open and, and flexible, mm. where, where YouTube still... Still, I don't understand what YouTube's doing. They, I don't think they understand what they're doing either. Yeah, no, it, it's it's it is what it is. But if you guys enjoyed this podcast, please uh, let us know. Tweet us on the other social medias you use. Figure, tell us what you think. Tell us what topics we should cover. And Daddy, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on mrchristopher.com, and that's Christopher with a K, or Twitter Christopher Weston. And you can find me everywhere at Pup Amp. This has been What's Your Safe Word, the sex education podcast that comes out weekly. It's on all the the, the Spotify's, the 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 iTunes. Apples, the, the an apple a day keeps the kinksters at bay. Not away, because we want kinksters to come here. Um, but you can also find What's the Safe Word on YouTube, where we put stuff up pretty pretty frequently. Not every week, but every other week at the very least. And uh, what what's coming down the pipeline? I'm trying to think now. Ooh, we have your misconceptions. And uh, curious kinks coming up. So there will also be a a form in the, the the comments down below if you want to fill it out. We're going to be reacting to some of your more curious kinks, and that's not to like kink shame or say that some kinks are worse or better than others, but more so we want to spread some some legs and light on other topics in the kink realm so that people don't feel like they're being stigmatized. Yeah, like fire breathing. Is that one that you yeah. want to talk about? <sighs> Oh, oh, fire okay. breath. Well, I mean, I'll get some flaming hot Cheetos and like, ooh, ooh, we can get some spicy jelly beans. You want some spicy jelly no, beans? No, I don't that? like those trick jelly beans you keep giving me. <laughs> They're not I, with consent. And uh, speaking of trick jelly beans, you can watch us eat trick jelly beans while playing video games on Twitch as well. But uh, this has been What's Your Safe Word, and we will see y'all next time. Bye. Bye. You want some jelly beans? I'm not if they're coming from you. Nope. What if they come from somebody else? If I know them, <laughs> yes. Maybe. Possibly. If they're coming from Jelly Belly, I'll do it. I think Bean Boozled is from Jelly Belly. No, it's not. <laughs> no. Where have you been all my life? Nope.